Welcome to Suck You Books. Books that suck you in and books that suck. The podcast book club you never knew you needed. And maybe don't. In this podcast, we discuss and dissect paranormal romances. Hello, hello, hello. We're back with episode number six of Suck You Books. <laughs> hello. I never know what to it's say, like but if I should just mullet. go right into like, how are you? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, God. Look, it's been a little bit. We're jumping back on the horse. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we should actually reintroduce ourselves now that we're in episode six. You know how sometimes podcasts do that? They'll be like, mm-hmm. just as a reminder, I'm yeah. Angie. I'm Renee. And we are sisters-in-law. My wife is married to her husband. No, your wife is married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Your, your wife. No, I was thinking your wife's brother is my husband. Yeah. That yeah. too. If two trains leave Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> um, We were briefly in a failed book club. And yeah, we, we failed it. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't get over the uh, erotic novels that were popping up on Goodreads and they tickled us. And so we decided... Mm-hmm. Let's read them. Yeah. And then record our thoughts about them because they must be hilarious. They're hilarious. I just want to apologize to that book club because I, <laughs> I suggested it during, <laughs> to be fair, during lockdown mm-hmm. and then lockdown finished and I had other things to do. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and then we discovered worry. we created this in the meantime. So sorry, everyone. Yeah. It's okay. Love this you. Is, you. Uh, this is a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, it really is. Nice. And now yeah. we get to see each other. Totally. Because we're not in the same country. Yeah, I'm in Canada. Yeah. Renee's in Australia. Mm-hmm. How are you? How's your month been? It's been pretty good. Hectic, but um, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Is that light yeah. when you see me? Yeah. <laughs> seven weeks. Yeah, it starts seven weeks. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Yeah, it's been okay. I'm just getting excited to get over there. Last night I spent the night sleeping on my son's floor, so that was cool. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, do so not fit in his bed. In his cot? No. How big is it? Like a baby cot? Well, maybe I do. I don't know. I'm not sleeping in a cot. I'd rather sleep on the floor. Is it my... smaller than a single bed? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like a, or a crib. Does that make sense if I say crib, or is it doesn't matter? It's crib sized. It's toddler sized. Yeah, it's a cot. Okay. Well, both both my kids have like a single bed that's meant for an adult, so they're oh. like tiny in it. So then, if we have to go in there, we are able to sleep with them. Yeah, somewhat no, comfortably. Remy's is still still got the sides and everything. So, um, yeah, haven't been sleeping, but that's fine. But yeah. Just getting ready for our big trip. Although I don't have a passport, I lost my previous passport. So I booked flights and then realized that it was gone. How do you lose that though? Like, where is it? I don't know. Where is it? It's the fairies. Oh, you pissed yeah. off the you know local fae. I would, it has to be. You so, better get on Reddit, figure it out. Yeah, I better. I'm excited for this one. This was a, a fun little read. I have different, I can tell because I went back and read my notes. I have different feelings about it now. Than I did when I started, obviously. But I was like, I don't know. We'll get into it. But I, yeah. I was kind of grumpy at the beginning of it. I realized I was like, oh, why am I so mad? <laughs> yeah, I was probably a little mad at it as well. Now I think about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. But we, 
we do sync up with those things, don't we? So we read The Incubus Among Us, number one. I didn't fully realize this was part of a series, but no. that's fine. By Mac Flynn. And Mac Flynn is an alias, so we don't actually know who this person is. And uh, I checked out Mac's website. It says that Mac enjoys writing thrilling paranormal stories filled with naughty, fun, and hilarious hijinks. And they have some, or she, it's a she. She, it's. It's. She is a she. <laughs> she has so many books, like so many books. Really? And they're all paranormal romances. I think there's some that are not paranormal, but like many, many you should actually go check it out. And from my little deep dive that I did on her, they seem to be like pretty affordable books, like $3, $1 for digital downloads. That's pretty good. And I kind of wish that I knew that they that she liked to write fun and hilarious hijinks books because I would have had gone into the Incubus with a different idea of it. I read in a in one of the reviews, I don't think it's in the one that we'll speak about, but someone mentioned that she's very sarcastic and I didn't pick up on that mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. at all. So that changes things a bit too. Okay, so let's read the synopsis so one night can change your life for elizabeth monroe that night encompassed a chance meeting with a handsome alluring stranger her little act of kindness towards him unleashes deliciously sensual consequences that leave her breathless every fiber of her body demands she succumb to his advances but as she learns his true nature she realizes her very soul may be in danger so ominous and the reviews so should we start with the five star the one star Start with five. Lilu says, So far, so good. I knew going in that there would be more books to complete this story. I enjoyed reading this part. It kept me on the edge of my seat. I enjoyed the seduction and the mystery, the excitement, and the danger. Seriously looking forward to what happens next. Agreed. And then the one star review says, Great read if it was an actual novel. I read this, loved the sarcastic humor and witty dialogue, but not the incomplete story. There were a couple of editing errors, which I totally noticed as well. Same. (laughs) Minor, uh, that they didn't totally distract from the story, but I'll wait until a better deal comes along before I continue with this story. And then it says, update, with a whole bunch of stars. (laughs) And it says, I've changed my mind. I will give this book one star. Apparently, this author thinks that her story, the total of all five parts, around 55 pages to 80 pages per part, is worth $12. That is the ebook Kindle version. I thought ebooks were supposed to be cheaper because <laughs> because <laughs> the cost to actually produce them and bond a book together, question mark? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is okay. not a full question. Okay. So, yeah. Apparently, she didn't get the memo. So for her lack of effort to produce an actual book, I will give her my lowest effort for a rating. <laughs> Imagine being so cranky over that. <laughs> um, $12 for five books? Yeah. My God. That's not that bad. <laughs> what is it all together? I was going to say 55, but that's it's more than <laughs> it's 60. 60 bucks. No, it's What's 5 times 12? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's saying that the whole thing all five parts is worth $12. Oh, I thought the, right? the reviewer was saying every each part was $12. No, the total of all five parts it's worth $12. Yeah, I no, just think well, it's then, $12 yeah, flat. They're, they're cheap as. Yeah. Also, you can't give the, a book a low rating because the author did something you didn't agree with. They're no. two separate things. Yeah, I agree. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into 
paranormal particulates. Um, so I think I've mentioned this in a previous episode where I find kind of like a, a humorous side to these paranormal entities, but an incubus is again another one that's it's uh, it's just sleep paralysis and it's horrifying. <laughs> it's really hard, like really really scary. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? I've had it a couple times. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. And have do you? you? No. Don't you get it? No. I mine used to just I used to get have these anxiety attacks when I was sleeping and I would wake up and like not be able to remember my name or not be able to remember Matt's name and so I'd like freak out and then be like, Renee and so I'd have to say my name out loud and then go and then go back to sleep. I don't get that anymore actually, but it was never a paralysis. Like, did you feel like you had a demon sitting on your chest? No, because I've heard different, there's like sort of like three or four different things that people see. And it's usually when I wake up from like a deep sleep and Mm. it's only happened like a handful of times or I sleep too much. So like Mm. if I sleep beyond like nine to 10 hours and I'm just like in some crazy, super long sleep, I've had it where I'm aware that I'm sleeping. I can see the room fully around me, but I don't open my eyes or anything, but I can like, I see someone standing in the room and like staring at me. Oh my God. And I'm like, okay, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. You got to wake up. You got to wake up. And I'm like trying to move my body, but my eyes are closed and everything. And then eventually I'll just be like, and totally like jerk myself asleep. Oh shit. Mm -hmm. I've actually had that where I'm trying to wake myself up and I can't, but never. That's really hard. Is it just like a shadow? Yeah. It's like a shadow. I used to sleep on my night shifts at my job because we'd have like these three hour breaks and it used to happen there a lot. I think Mm. it was just because it was a fucked up sleep schedule. Um, There was a room that had a couch in it that everyone would go sleep in. And it was like happened a couple times where it was like an old lady crouching behind the couch. Oh, but I couldn't see her or anything. It's just like I knew she was there and I needed to like wake up to get away from her. Yeah. You'd rather the incubus or the succubus. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Way sexier. Oh, man. So some people, it just sounds really terrifying. So this is just going to be a really quick PP today. I just wanted to share from Reddit, of course, um, people like there's there's two Reddit users that have that go into like real life. They believe that they've been visited by an incubus and a succubus. Did you find the true definition of what one is? Yeah, the definition of an incubus is a male demon who preys on women, especially while they are sleeping. It's also, depending on the culture, they also prey on men, but predominantly women. They rape and impregnate women. The victim may wake during the rape or may not know anything has happened until her health suddenly deteriorates as she hosts the incubus's parasitic baby. So I didn't know about the like pregnancy part. And then sometimes, I mean, it's obviously just men raping women because then it's like, well, what actually happens is that the incubus takes over like just a regular guy's body and he then rapes the woman as an incubus. And then they have a, like, there's just a story for everything so that men can get yeah. shit back then. Yeah. You know, it's pretty grim. <laughs> yeah. And apparently like sometimes the women can die because they're just, there's just so much lust. But So I grabbed this, a lot of this detail from thoughtcatalog.com and it's, it's an article by Chrissy Stockton. The personal experiences with the demon are in the catalog. They come from Reddit. I'll just read two. So this is by Reddit user Robert81-2003. It kind of comes naturally when you have the libido of an incubus yourself. I have, uh, this is about a succubus. And anyway, 
Succubus and incubus. <laughs> the succubus is the female version of an incubus. I have three to four succubi around, depending on who I reach out to, and I enjoy their company daily. I don't like to share the experiences I have with them because people tend to objectify them as some kind of tools to be used for their own needs and desires, only to discard them once they're satisfied. Succubi don't appreciate that, not one bit. If you're not looking to use them for a, a quick fling and have specific questions, let me know. <laughs> A few around, uh, just yeah. hanging around. Just call What them. is that guy doing with his life? Uh, I don't know. Like, what is he doing where he thinks, like, he's interacting with a suc- succubus? I'm going to say not much. <laughs> so this is by an anonymous Reddit user. Basically, I was going on about five months without getting laid. And no matter what I did, I just couldn't seem to make it happen. And I was kind of obsessing over it. One night, being weird, I was laying in bed, just staring into silent darkness to trip myself out. The air kind of looked static and I thought to myself, just let it happen. And that's when I completely (laughs) relaxed and tried to lose myself in the darkness. I felt really comfortable and started feeling, getting rushes of new energy. It felt good. Then it went to my dick and felt super good. (laughs) I was just, (laughs) I was just chilling, thinking I was tripping. I felt an essence reach through my body and lightly holding onto my colon. It was gentle, but it felt very strong and I felt comfortable that I wouldn't be harmed because if it wanted to harm me, it could very easily. I could feel this energy on top of me and through me. It kept getting more intense and I loved it. I wanted more and more. That's when it hit me. Holy shit. Is this an incubus? incubus? I tried to lift my arms and couldn't. I felt this weighted heavy comfort mixed with sexual invigoration and I didn't even have to move. And then he just goes on to say that like he went with it for a bit because it felt awesome and that he knew that like incubus are energy uh, vampires and that he can't do anything. But then he, with all the will I could muster, I stopped this amazing moment and forced myself out of bed to the couch where I watch YouTube videos. Imagine that, he just being like (laughs) having this wild sex and you're like, okay. Time for you to. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my DIY videos at? Yeah. Let's watch <laughs> some cats. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> sensation started again and I was super turned on. I went back and forth once again until I eventually resorted to saying, no, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to leave. Even though I'm not a Christian, I've just heard that's what you're supposed to say. I sat up for two hours after that until finally going back to sleep. So he definitely wasn't on any drugs? No, definitely yeah. not. Definitely and not. then one other fact about Incubus is my friend Amy met the band and she kissed the lead singer Brandon. Aww. So that's it. I read He's... the other day that someone referred to Incubus as an old band. Yes. And, and they are and we are. That's yeah. what this means. <laughs> We're probably too old to be doing this podcast. Oh, God. We're just ancient. Shall we get into our book? Yeah, let's do it. This book starts out... Uh, Very profoundly, I thought. It says, Hmm. one night can change your life. I know it did for me. But before there's a night, there has to be a day. Yeah. (laughs) Which at at this point, I was like, ooh, wow, this author. (laughs) I know. Really giving it to us. Yeah. Well, the next Um, bit is what cracks me up the most. Yeah, what's that? Well, she goes into detail about what hump day is as if nobody has heard of the term hump day. And yeah, and just the emphasis on how terrible hump day is. Yeah. Like how, what, Wednesday is just the fucking shittiest day. I mean, it's been a little while since I've worked full time. So maybe I'm (laughs) showing my privilege. I don't remember (laughs) Wednesdays being that terrible, but I've never worked a job that I fucking hated like this woman does. She hates her job. Um, 
spoiler alert, all days are shit. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. It's just so, you. yeah, she works in an office. Um, she goes to her cubicle and she's, I guess, getting some work done. And her friend Anne mm. shuffles by. Mm-hmm. And it says that she's bleary eyed and her mouth is ajar. Yeah, like are they are they hungover? That's what I took from it. Yeah, they're just sort of like fucked. I was like, is she a zombie? Like, what's happening? Yeah, or how fucked is your? That's how much you hate hump day. That it's or, that like you... imagine you're at work and someone comes and they're like, eh. <laughs> wouldn't you be like, holy fuck? Yeah. Like, you need to go home. Yeah, you look sick. Yeah, uh, yeah. I she probably stinks. She would for sure. I can. Yeah, we find out that our protagonist's name is Elizabeth Monroe. For sure. They they go that it says morning Liz, she groaned. That was my name, or rather the short form. Okay, yeah, we get it. Like if your name's <laughs> So they they're having like a little chat. She's like, Morning Liz, and then she face plants onto her desk. She's mm. so annoyed at Wednesday. Oh my god. This is this whole thing was so over the top. No, hump day though, Angie. Other people call it Wednesday, but not people in her office. Oh right, of course. Hump day. And it says that Anne is like leaning on the door frame to keep from falling over. I'm like they're fight- they're both having strokes. Like, what <laughs> yes, is going on? They're hot messes. <laughs> yeah, they're flip flopping everywhere. Can't hold their bodies. Up. Yeah, they're like the the human equivalent of Garfield, but <laughs> Wednesday instead of Monday. Yeah. So then their boss rolls up, and it says that he's cute, but apparently he's really mean. His name's Vance Lennon. Lennon, like John, but he's so terrible that they call him Lennon, like like Lennon the dictator. Yeah. <laughs> she's like we say it with an eye but nobody can tell <laughs> Ooh, it's our own little secret we're so fun uh so then because the boss has walked up and tries to straighten up but then she nearly falls over because they're like these people just need medical attention apparently <laughs> like and then they pretend that they're talking about printers and, mm-hmm. and he's like hmm okay and sort yeah. of wanders off so Anne asks liz what they're doing about the christmas party that's coming up in a few weeks and i thought this was real that was this was funny because it's a bit of a pinky in the brain thing so Anne asked what they're like what are they going to do about it and elizabeth says the same thing we do every year pinky try to take over the wall and slink out of there as soon as the boss isn't looking i was so confused by that though i was like but doesn't she mean world yeah i'm like is this a typo (laughs) was i wrong i was questioning myself (laughs) (laughs) i mean it could have been a typo there is so many typos in this book yeah i'm Wondering if Mac is self-published and doesn't have an editor. I think that that is true. Yeah. Considering okay. the number of books that they've published. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Just like, I'm going to write a book about this today. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah totally. <laughs> but it turns out the they call it the wall because Anne and Liz are usually like wallflowers and everyone else is off dancing or having sex. Is that what you got from it? Like all the coworkers are just... Yeah. mingling and they just stand up against the wall and like why uh, go why go and just be a hater on the party because that kind of actually sounds fun yeah why not go and just get paralytic and maybe it's not an open bar and, right. it's, and it sounds like it's kind of like you don't have to go but you gotta go so then liz or Anne tells liz that she actually has a date for the party and then liz is like totally shocked and says she didn't think it was serious, but now they've been on their third date, so obviously they're about to get married. Yeah, and so now that she's bringing him, which is a bit shitty, and then it just goes into like Liz is unlucky in love by the sounds of it. 
Although is I she like unlucky she, well, or is she just fucking boring? Yeah. And I feel <laughs> the amount, like she rolls her eyes a lot to the point that maybe the problem is her eyes are just constantly rolled back in her head. And so when she's trying to make <laughs> eye contact with her dates, <laughs> they don't think they're looking at each other because this bitch rolls her eyes a lot. She hates Yeah, life. that's the thing too. She just has a bad attitude. <laughs> drives me nuts. Yeah. And she's like, I don't describe, I don't subscribe to dating culture. And Anne is like, mm, you're just not experienced. And then Liz says, yeah. She'd be, a, she'd be horrible to be around. Anne heads yeah. off to her cubicle. And then Liz is like so extremely sad about the fact that Anne is not going to the party with her. Like it's kind of weird to me. Yeah. But she just doesn't want to be at the party and she doesn't want to be holding up that wall. But why not just hang out with the, with Anne and her date? Wait, they're going to be like actively fucking on the dance floor? Yeah. And like, is everyone else I work with that terrible? My guess at this point reading the book, I was like, okay, so obviously she's going to meet the incubus, bring him to the party, and they're going to like fuck the night away at this party. That was yeah. my, my presumption at mm-hmm. this point. Then there's like a page long description of what her apartment building looks mm-hmm. like. So she can't find her keys. She's trying to get in her apartment. She can't find her keys. And then this person pops up who is her neighborhood BFF, it says, and her name is Tiffany. Which, of course, her name is Tiffany once we get to know her. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And, of course, (laughs) Tiffany's, like, long day and Liz is like, yeah. And then they're, like, clomping and flip-flopping their way down the hallway because everything's so terrible because it's Wednesday. I feel like Tiffany's got way more energy. Like, she would be sort of like the hyper little – like a Maltese terrier friend. Yeah. That's like she's chipper and she's she's got good energy. She suggests going to the party as Anne's date. Yeah. And then Liz is like, don't tempt me. And, and then, then – Go. <laughs> and then Tiffany's like, tempt, tempt, tempt. Yeah. So... And I was like, oh, I am here for this. And I'm like, okay, so is she gay? Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. They reference her not having much experience with guys. And then yeah. – I thought, but the cover is a dude. I, I'm, I still think Tiffany is at least bi. Yeah. I think you got a little crush on. Oh, she's like mm. full on obsessed. Yeah. You'll see. You'll see. Yeah. Liz. Yeah. <laughs> Liz is like, maybe if I swung that way and just like shoots her down. Yeah. Um, she sighs. <laughs> so. Did you, re- you can do better, Tiff. Move on. Uh, I mean, she then she talks about how like their problem is that all the guys around them are boys. Then Tiffany suggests that they um, go from go out for some drinks. So yeah, she's like, I don't, I don't drink alcohol, and I was like, oh my god. So this person so far <laughs> just like is a wet floppy fish flopping around her office. She can't hold her head up. Like she hates alcohol. She doesn't want to like date her friend, and no one wants to date her. She has like one work friend. Yeah, and she hates the world's most beautiful creature, which is alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> She probably doesn't even drink coffee. Ugh. No, I hate her. At this point, I hate her. <laughs> yeah, me too. Fuck you. Yeah. But you know what? This is why we're in a grumpy mood because she brings you down. Yeah. <gasps> she is a succubus that sucks, just sucks the life out of people without actually being sexual. Us, oh, yeah. the readers. Oh, my yeah. God. This is what it must be like to be under a succubus spell without yeah. the good sex. Yeah. A bad Ugh. succubus who can't Ugh. even get you off. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, Tiffany suggests, well, let's go for a beer and a glass of milk. No, cup. A cup of milk. A cup of milk. It's just... Oh my fucking God. I have I have so many controversial feelings about adult human beings drinking milk. 
What do you really? Oh my god, yes. Do you drink milk? Like, yeah. Would you just have a cup of milk as uh, an adult? Sometimes we will all have milk with dinner. <laughs> usually, <laughs> usually, if it's spicy food, I'll have milk. But Matt, I mean, we all. So for those of us not in the family, we <laughs> Matt loves cookies. So I can guarantee when we get there, everyone will have cookies for Matthew. So he loves it. So he will sit down. If we have cookies in the house, he will sit down and have cookies and a glass of milk with ice. It's very important that there is ice. (laughs) There is nothing worse than watered down milk. That is even worse. It's good. No, 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 no. This might be our first argument. Okay. Number one. There is absolutely no reason as an adult you need to drink milk. You are fully formed. You are at mm-hmm. your appropriate weight. But what about as women we might suffer from osteoporosis? There are other ways <laughs> to get calcium. <laughs> I do not drink milk. What do you mean? I don't drink milk. It's yeah. gross. What about coffee? I'll or have tea. it in things. Okay. But I will not drink a straight up glass of milk. Like you are an adult. You do not need that. Are you gatekeeping milk? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. There's nothing more horrendous to me than a fully grown adult man drinking a glass of milk. We are the, do you know, we are the only species that does that. Yeah, I know. I do It's know for that. babies. I know. And it's from another species that we're drinking their milk for their babies. Like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but it's good when it's in a coffee. So you can't be preaching that because you use it when it's beneficial to you. <laughs> Yeah, but, but I mean, I like, still wouldn't drink straight up milk. Like, Matt's is super. Not, not that it matters. It matters like quite a manly, gruff man. <laughs> and he sits there with his little milk. It was with a dessert. Milk it up, baby. Give me some milk with that cake. No, mm. no, I wouldn't drink. It would. You have to pay me a lot to drink a glass of milk. Really? It tastes. It also just tastes gross to me. Huh. That's probably part of it as well. But yeah, it is a total. <laughs> The bigger and the manlier the person is, the more disgusted I am by it. It's the weird thing. I'm like, you don't need to be doing this. Go drink a fucking beer or a glass of water. I've never seen you so worked up over something. Mm, I have so many feelings about it. It's horrendous. Anyway, let's let not let this come between us. No, but I still love you. If you, you fucking drink milk around me, I'll I'm pour drinking it on your, your head. House. I'm no. drinking milk at your house. I will yeah. not have any milk in my house. If you serve me something spicy, get the milk out, baby. Because... Well, I wouldn't do that because spicy food is not a good idea in my house. Oh, okay. So, okay. Liz is like, fine, I'll go out with you. Yeah. Her eyes are rolling back in her head. Yeah. She's white. Yeah. I'm like, Elizabeth? More like Elizabeth boring. Let's be honest. Yeah. They go to a bar mm-hmm. where she actually gets a milk. With a fucking umbrella in it. <laughs> it's milk drink. Milk drink. So, yeah, but it, I wouldn't just, it would not just be milk. I was guessing it's some kind of mocktail. Why would I'm you like, say milk what? drink? You would just say my toying with a tiny umbrella of my untouched milk. You're not saying milk drink. <laughs> it's just her living nightmare. She's sitting in a corner. The music is blaring. It's one of their favorite joints, though, by the way. And she's sitting there miserable. Yeah. Playing with her little umbrella in her Yeah, milk she's like drink. slumped over like a dead fish while yeah. Tiffany's like dancing it up on the dance floor. Yeah, she hasn't even Why? touched her milk. <laughs> it's un- Her milk. I'm telling you, she's just saying milk drink to be like, this is my drink and it's also milk. No, it's got something. It's it's a mocktail. 
has but to if be. You, if you have no, but if it doesn't have alcohol in it, yeah. What you have milk as your base, and then you add the alcohol. Yeah, but if you have a if it's mocktail, like a white Russian, if you take no. away the alcohol, it's just milk. But it's a mocktail. If you take a, you can have milk and coffee, and that's a coffee. And you take away the coffee. Yeah, but you're not taking it's- away the coffee. But she's having like she's having milk with like vanilla flavoring or something to make it taste like a fucking Bailey's. I don't know. Remember being? Did you grow up being pregnant and having and just having mocktails? Did I grow up being did pregnant? You, did you ever go out when oh. you were pregnant <laughs> and drink? Oh, to be fair, I would never have a milk anyway. Something there's milk in something, and she's not even drinking that. That's how boring she is. She may as well just miserable. Like, get a cow and suck on the tit. <laughs> so gross. That would actually be more interesting, though. She wouldn't be as boring. Yeah. She just travels with her own cow. Just slumped over her cow. Just like anyway. sucky, like suckly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <sighs> I think Tiffany's actually kind of rude because she invited mm. Liz out for milk. Yeah. And then she's just like ignoring her. Yeah. And then she comes up. She's like, you having fun? Obviously not, you idiot. Yeah. She's not even touched her milk. Yeah. <laughs> she can't hear. Uh, what's her face, Liz? Rolls her eyes. And she's like, I said I'm okay. She drops her <laughs> hand from her head. Oh, can you imagine? It's just so exaggerated. Yeah. 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 So then Lizzie boredom. She's like, uh, I want to go home. And then Tiffany's like, but it's not even 11 yet. It's like, why are they hanging out? They sound like an awful couple of friends yeah it's because tiffany loves liz but she's not even like you think that if she was in love with her she'd be like all over her like come dance with me or like Mm. sitting closely instead of like ignoring her that's true yeah but it turns out so tiffany's like it's not even 11 but it's midnight time to go home they decide to walk and then i found this sentence really funny my eardrums vocal cords and various other parts of my sensitive body were glad to be out of that place she must need as much milk as possible because she her bones are just falling apart. <laughs> well, clearly, because she's just like flopping everywhere. Yeah, yeah she that's has a some problem. Serious issues. Osteoporosis. <laughs> <laughs> they get out into the city. I, I really just like this sentence for the imagery of like getting out of a club and you're on, on like a strip. I was imagining actually like on Granville Street. So you get out of the Roxy. It's three o'clock in the morning, you're rolling out and there's still just other things going on and there's people lining up for other places. I just, that was a nice memory of times when, I mean, we can do that now, but we don't. Tiffany and Liz are walking down the street and Liz is kicking the occasional tin can. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) That's not a metaphor for anything. No, it's just, you live in a place where people just litter, I guess. Yeah. And also, who does that? I don't know. Like, how many tin cans? Actually, think about it. A tin can. When was the last time you just saw one lying on the street? Never. It's, that's and not even a can of Coke. Several of them. Yeah, that's like a can of baked beans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as they're walking and kicking this can, they stroll past an alley full of cat-sized rats. Yeah. What a shithole. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tiffany's like, you're really quiet tonight, as if like she's just realized this now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Liz says she's still a bit upset about the party, just thinking about a lot of other stuff and basically just wondering if there's more to her life than this. I think know. that there would be more for her if she just shut the fuck up. 
stopped drinking milk like a toddler <laughs> and she like stood up straight yeah and she looked around fucking cocktail yeah then life might get more interesting liz mm-hmm. it's all about the mindset mm-hmm. baby <laughs> that's everyone's problem <laughs> uh, this bit was weird right so they're walking down the street and all of a sudden a black buick careened down the road towards them and basically like went up on the curb and almost run ran Liz down. Maybe they saw her flopping and thought her time has come. She needs to <laughs> be out of her misery. Yeah, but then she sort of jumps out of the way and lands in Tiffany's arms. Mm. This is right after Liz says, can't a guy just come swooning into my arms? And then boom, this car comes, almost hits her. She lands in Tiffany's arms. Yes. So this... At this point, I'm like, okay, Tiff is Tiffany the incubus? And it somehow like made that sense. happen. Yeah. Oh. Like has additional magic powers and is trying to like bring them together. Yeah, okay. But besides that, there's nothing to do with the car. No, it just it doesn't off. really lead to anything. No, it's weird. It's just like this totally random thing. And then Tiff's like, You're not going to bed at this early hour, are you? Come to my place. We could have a few more drinks and bemoan our jobs. Yeah, it's like get the clue, Liz. Yeah. Or, I mean, fuck, I keep messing yeah, up everybody's same. name. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Tiff. Tiff. Get a clue, Tiffany. Liz is boring as fuck yeah. and doesn't want to hang out with you. Mm-mm. She's just not that into you. But then Liz says, yeah, sure. Yeah. What's the so fun you- of facing Thursday morning work without a hangover? So she's drinking alcohol. There was alcohol. Because I don't – was that the sarcasm that she says that she doesn't drink? Right. She was like, you you know I don't like alcohol, but really she's like, I fucking am an alcoholic. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know. Yeah, I didn't who, read that way for both mm, of us, so. No. I mean, she's still boring as shit. doesn't matter how much alcohol you get into her. <laughs> and they're, so they're walking down the street mm-hmm. and then they hear the sound of something much more human or so Liz thought at the time. It sounds like somebody like groaning in pain. Yeah, and then Liz suddenly gets more interesting and she's like, we should go see what that is. And Tiffany's like, uh, no. Yeah. She's actually like smart. And it's like, let's not go into this rat infested fucking dirty ass alley to go find out who's moaning over there. That's just like the worst idea ever. Yeah. Would you go in there? Fuck no. But would you just ignore it? Or would you call out from afar? I feel like I would have to call out just to see if someone was okay because yeah, I would probably try and like get someone else who was bigger and stronger <laughs> to go see. Yeah. Cause you'd feel terrible if like someone was dying and you didn't do anything about it. Yeah. But I definitely wouldn't go because that would be a very like you could trick someone and yeah. it could be someone like pull you into a dumpster and like force you to drink Murder a glass you. of milk. <laughs> <laughs> but Liz gets balls. To her credit, good on her. Yeah. At least she's doing something. And she yeah. goes and she's like, look, if you hear me screaming, you'll know it's a serial killer. Tiffany does not go. Yeah, she which, lets her go by herself. <laughs> she is a shit friend. I reckon yeah. she just I reckon she just wants to have sex with her and she doesn't actually really care. There's no real love there. I would yeah. never let somebody just walk. You'd, you'd, <laughs> you'd be behind them a little bit, but you'd still go <laughs> at this point. I had I don't remember what I did, but I like scared one of my friends once with something. I can't remember what it was. And she pushed me toward the danger, whatever it was. But she, like, pushed me towards it and, like, took off the other way. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was, like, I was so offended. I was, like, you, you don't care about me. 
<laughs> True friendship. So they go towards this sound. There's snow that's been blemished by brown and yellow water, which is just disgusting. And then she calls out, and once she calls out, the groaning stops. But she can tell now that it's a person. And yeah. her eyes widen, and she beholds a handsome young man of about 30. Short black hair, perfect tan. His clothes were simple, a black dress shirt and pants. Not dissimilar to our vampire claws. That's what he used to wear. That's what he wore too. They were clean except for the muck on them. And she thought she saw some stains on the front of the shirt, which she's guessing could be bullet holes. She kneels down in front of him. I don't know why I thought that was. Oh, I guess that's just being sort of caring. Like, hey. Uh, yeah, she whispers. She's like, are you okay? And he opens his eyes and he looks at her and they're red. And she's not like, hellfire, a silk kind. Yeah. As soon as she like makes eye contact with him, she starts thinking crazy, voluptuous thoughts. Mm. But then once he closes his eyes, they stop immediately. And he yeah. goes, no, I'm okay. She's like, do you need a doctor? We could take you to the hospital. He's like, no, it's not permanent. I just need a place to stay for the night. And so she's like, just come back to our place. I've got a nice couch for you yeah. in the apartment building. I mean, she she's she's desperate. She does want to find a man as much as she says she doesn't believe in dating. We know that for sure. She yeah. keeps lamenting yeah. that she doesn't have somebody. Yeah. And then when he opens his eyes, they're blue. And he's like, why would you do that for me? Be so nice. She's like, it's Christmas or it almost is. So like, why not? Come on, let's go. Now Tiff is there. She's finally shown up. She calls from the head of the alley. The first thing that Elizabeth does is roll her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany's like, what is wrong with him? Like, just leave him. She does not yeah. want anything to do with no. him at all. She's like, why don't we just dump him at the hospital, get him home? And she says he's not that – Liz says he's not that dirty and his clothes are nice, so I think we can rule out the whole serial killer. Has she never read <laughs> about any serial killers? She is wrong. Like Ted Bundy, charming, yeah. apparently. I think even the judge said he was like a nice young man or something crazy like that. He, They put his arms over their shoulders and they like have to trot him over to their apartment. They stick him in the rec room, which is kind of like an amenities extra room, mm. lobby type situation in the building. He's like so enamored with the, this kindness, which I'm like, okay, it's not like that big of a deal, dude. He grabs Liz's hands and he's like, your modesty and purity compliment your beautiful face. And his <laughs> eyes are red again. <laughs> Like, wow, what a compliment. I know. <laughs> and then Tiffany's like, okay, that's enough of that. Bye. Mm -hmm. And she like yep. kind of forces Liz out of the room and like leaves the dude. They're like, just make sure you don't get noticed on your way out. Like you need to be gone because our manager comes at 5 a.m. or something, like the apartment manager. And then there's a whole big conversation about Tiffany just being like, promise me you will not see this guy again. Because yeah. Liz is like, well, what's wrong? We didn't have to leave so quickly. Like, what is going on? And she's like, yeah, you, we need to. Like, he's some random guy and we need to stop. And she's like, seriously, the guy is bad news. Like, I'm getting really bad vibes off him. Mm -hmm. And then Liz says, bad vibes. Are you sure you're not jealous he wasn't looking at you? Yeah. How rude. And Tiffany's pissed. So Liz has gone from, like, a floppy fish sandwich to a boring like blob who whines and drinks milk to someone who wanders into a rat infested alley and yeah. now she's like a total bitch yeah <laughs> the character arc i know it's not really giving anything away for the listeners do we think that she's possessed at this point 
I think, yeah, as soon as she yeah. got the, the first red eye contact, yeah, yeah, it was like immediate. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's, maybe that's why. Tiffany's pissed and she's like, just promise me you're not going to go see him again. And they get upstairs. They decide they're not going to have any more drinks because they're exhausted from dragging this guy to their house. Um, mm-hmm. And then she, oh, this is funny too. Then she gets into her long night shirt. She dove beneath the covers of my queen size bed. I was known to toss and turn in my sleep. So I made sure I couldn't fall off by buying myself a large bed. <laughs> yeah. As if that's... like kings don't exist. <laughs> but like, Imagine as an adult, you mm. fall out of your bed so often that you need to like upgrade your bed. What are you what is, doing? But as an adult, is she sleeping in a double or a single? Yeah. Like, queen is queen just not sort of the standard. Yeah, for a single person, it yeah. Yeah, that's just luxury and not yeah. But she's obviously yeah. she's like Tina Belcher. Have you watched Bob's Burgers? Yes. How she has like night. Um, what does she call it? But she's in bed like. <laughs> She just moves all night. Oh, well, she's a floppy fish. So she's flopping around the bed constantly. She's exhausted. She falls asleep. She notices that she looks at her clock. She falls asleep at 1240. But then she gets woken up by something and looks at her clock and sees that it's only been 10 minutes. Mm. But then she sees a shadow in the doorway mm-hmm. and it's in the shape of a man, which would be super terrifying. So terrifying. And she's like, I, I could, she couldn't even scream, and she's mesmerized by this person who stands in the door doorway, a person with red velvet eyes. And then he just, like, comes over to the bed. She's like, I know that I should have thrown the covers over my head, or over their head, and made a dash for the door, but the eyes held her in place. And she's and not she having has, all these hallucinations about sex. She has lots of sexy images in her mind, and then he mm. leans closer to her, and she's like, do you want some visine for your red eyes? <laughs> No, she's like, what are you doing here? Yeah, And then he doesn't even respond. He just starts like reaching up the covers, fondling her thighs, massaging mm-hmm. her skin. And he's like, I promise to reward you for your kindness. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, not like this. And he's like, exactly like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then they kiss and it's dizzying last. This was quite a sexy read, actually. I'd say out of all of the reads, this is probably the sexiest out of all the books we've done out of the books yeah yeah there's like he's naked his chest muscles are brushing against her thin shirt she's like i should have been terrified but i was just horny <laughs> yeah yeah so okay this is what when this sort of started i was like what about like the the rape yeah factor of it all but the way that i'm imagining it which they kind of get into a little bit more into the book is that I feel like incubi like pull from your true sexy desires. Like yeah. that's why I don't know what's going to happen with Tiffany in the future books. But right now Tiffany's like, ew, no, because she's like a girl. She's about- not in on it. Yeah. She's like a girl about town who like gets her jollies off all the time. Whereas Liz is super repressed. Yeah. And she's like so desperate that she's almost like. Well, but it also says she wants it. She's yeah. like, I know I should have been saying no, but I just, it was amazing. Mm-hmm, so I thought mm-hmm. about that too. I was like, is, is he raping? At first he was raping because she said not like this and he said exactly. It's interesting how in these books, and maybe it's for the majority of the readers aren't thinking about it like we do. No. And like I it's feel sexy like to them to have someone come in and just take dominate, over. Dominate, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is a thing. But yeah, so I think that if she like wasn't so desperate for a dude that maybe his powers like wouldn't have worked. 
Mm. Right? Ooh. That's sort of how I was choosing to interpret it. Yeah. Okay. I figured he just had possessed her. And so it wouldn't have mattered who she was or whatever that the mm. powers just took over to make her think that she wanted it. Mm. So I guess even if she didn't really, at least she doesn't think that. But yeah, like he's fully getting, like they're just into it. Mm-hmm. There's heaving breasts, of course. She's squirming and groaning and he's got a large member pressing against her opening. <laughs> yep. There's that opening. <laughs> there it is. It says this- his lips caught her sensitive nubs. Yeah, I hate and that his word. hot, wet mouth, and he suckled at her as a babe. Yeah, gross. Which I'm like, breastfeeding isn't sexy. No. Yeah. I mean, maybe she has had a baby and they've been ripped off, and that's she's all <laughs> she's got left is nubs. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she says this wasn't her first time. She was no virgin, but oh god, did she feel fulfilled? Yeah, this was the most fulfilling sex she's ever had. All she needs yeah. is him. Yeah, and then. She's like, I can't handle this anymore. The lust yeah. is making her feel crazy. Yeah. So then she's like, please release me. Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. <laughs> I know. And he's like, as you wish. And bam, there we go. Yeah, she, she orgasms. Has... Does he? I don't know. It's he... not clear. She thrashes and shrieks. But then at the end, she wants to remain forever in the strong arms of her lover. But then she wakes up. And she was like, whoa, that was, is that a dream? What, what happened? But her nightgown is still all bunched up like it was in the dream. And she's like, oh, of course that wasn't real. Nothing like that would ever happen to me. She's late for work. So she just runs and heads straight to work. So she talks about how she runs to her parking lot nearby. The prices were so high. I had to sign over my firstborn to rent a spot, but the joke was on them because I never expected to have a child. I reckon that's alluding to something. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Halfway through her day, she's like, oh, fuck, I didn't check if the guy was still there. So then she, like, rushes out on her lunch break. She comes home. She runs into Tiffany in the lobby, and they both go into the rec room together. But then there's no sign of the guy. And then Liz is, like, very disappointed. Yeah. Um, And, of course, Tiffany is like, let's go out again, because that's all I ever want to fucking do. (laughs) And she says again, like, how creepy vibes he gave off. Liz doesn't want to go out and like and then as Liz is going back to work she's really really melancholy she's wondering why as if like this isn't a she must be in a new low Tiffany says to Liz that she reminds her of that mystery dude and she says that's probably what attracted me to you you're so moody and mysterious (gasps) yes she's got it she loves her but why do they keep like alluding to it but not making it more obvious? Mm. This is what's driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, is she the incubus? Yeah. She can somehow like shape shift into this dude. I mean, she, mm. I don't know. they're in the same room together at a few points though. Yeah. But I mean, who knows how the incubi works? Yeah. So then Tiffany's like, I'll take you for dinner. Let's like yeah. go. I've literally never had a friend this desperate to hang out with me. Holy I know. Shit. She is fucking desperate. <laughs> the bit that cracked me up was like, it's five o'clock. It's the end of the day. She Liz makes it back to her apartment building, and Tiffany's like, "Boo!" like on their floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, that would give God. me such anxiety. Like, I want to have friends that are neighbors, but not ones that are like, "When is she coming home? Where yeah. is she? Yeah, <laughs> I'm here. Knock, knock, knock." Yeah, she's she's next level. It's too much. She's like, "Come on, let's go out." She's like, I don't know, it's just something about you, like you're from another world or something. She is from another world. She's from the Milky Way. (laughs) (laughs) Next day, she goes to work. 
Yeah, but she says moping just wasn't my style and it made my back hurt from being so droopy. As if that's not how she (laughs) she lives her life. Okay, so yeah, when she gets to work though, she's powering on her computer and before her computer turns on, she sees in the reflection of the monitor, like someone standing behind her. Mm. And so she looks and she's like, shit. But then it was gone, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, and she says to herself, don't start hallucinating now. And then Lennon comes in and he's like, what do you mean hallucinations? She's like, I'm just talking to myself. He's like, well, do you need to like, don't take any medical, dangerous medical conditions. Like it just, okay. She's like, yeah. no, no, yeah. sir. But I was just joking with myself. Basically she goes home at the end of this day. Um, and because yeah, they agreed to meet outside the elevator. She's a little bit early. So she's like, Ooh, I'm going to play a trick on Tiffany yeah. and I'm going to scare her. I'm going to take the scare, the stairs and come out on like a different floor, whatever the fuck she's planning. Mm. But then as she's going up the stairs, she sees like a shadow yeah. in the stairwell above her. And, and it's the outline of a man again. And she tries to get to it. But as she gets closer, it sort of shrinks and disappears into the wall. Yes. Which was pretty cool. Yeah. And she's just standing there staring at the wall. When and like Tiffany... kind of touching it. <laughs> Stroking it. Yeah. And yeah. And then Tiffany's like, boo, again. <laughs> And then she says the best line in this whole book. She's like, sorry, I didn't know you were so into the wall. (laughs) Which I was like, that's hilarious. Oh, she says it's an interesting shadow. Tiffany's rolling her eyes being like, what are you talking about? Come on, let's go and get, get, let's get you out of those clothes into something more comfortable and out on the town for some spaghetti. Why did she have to meet her before she even got a chance to go home to change? Yeah, exactly. Why don't you say, like, I'll meet you after when I'm ready? Yeah, let's meet downstairs at 5.30 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. She's a stage five cleaner. She's high. What? Is there more than five? Stage <laughs> 10. And she's like, you know, you haven't been acting like yourself since we met that guy. She pointed out as she slurped up a noodle. I have a – this is a thing I have a problem with. So all of you North Americans call spaghetti noodles. Yes or no? Do you? I don't. Oh, okay. Oh, Maybe well, could- you know what? If I'm talking to a kid, I would be like – Eat your noodles, but I would call spaghetti spaghetti. Yeah. It's not. So, Matt, I've had arguments with Matt. I think in our family group chat, I've asked this question of the family, and everyone's like, it's noodles. Noodles is Asian. Spaghetti is Italian. Please, everybody, get your facts right about this. So, what's the definition of a noodle? Like some, like an, like an Asian version of pasta. Spaghetti pasta. Well, but they were invented sort of separate and just so sort of happened to be similar. So you wouldn't ever call them spaghetti noodles? No, it's just spaghetti. If anything, it's spaghetti pasta. Matthew taught my children noodles. And so now Odin taunts me. and's like, this is really good noodles, mum. And he says it knowing. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So you've got your milk. I've got my noodles. And then anyway, blah, blah. She looks out the window and she sees him walk past. And she just pieces out, runs out of the <laughs> yeah. restaurant. Yeah, she bursts outside. She's like, fuck you, Tiffany. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. Liz is out in the street. She's fucking like elbowing old ladies, pushing yeah. strollers into the yeah. road. She's like, I need my man. <laughs> and he's like walking and it's as if the crowd is parting for yeah. him. They just Red sort city. of move out of his way. Mm-hmm. She's running. They're going past all these stores. But then she sees him go into this one at the end of the street. And she gets to it and it's like closed down, old cobwebby there's like dirty old furniture with coverings on it in the window and it just doesn't look like anyone's been there for ages 
she can see a light at the back of the store. And so she goes in. <laughs> She's so ballsy yeah. now. And as she sort of like calls out, she the, the light seems to brighter. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, come to me, baby. She gets down there and there's like a bedroom display, complete with a sleigh bed. <laughs> and night stands on either side. The sleigh has got sleigh beds got red silk sheets. She said it says the eerie part of the scene was the tall black candle holders of varying heights that surround the display. That was I was like, oh shit, she's about to get sacrificed. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. All they need is like the son of the, <laughs> the sign of Satan and she's yeah, done. Yeah. Um she's like, Hello, sir. Yeah. <laughs> sir. Yeah. And as she steps into the bedroom display. It was just like everything else was gone from outside of that, the candles in the bedroom. It's just darkness. And then she sees him and he's like, good evening. Yeah. And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm like a stage 10 clinger and I like murdered some people to get here, but yeah. uh, I followed you. Yeah. Show me your dick. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's like, I didn't mean to walk in. He's like, I know I unlocked it for you. I also meant for you to follow me. I mean, you know, harm. Just she believes him. She believes her sincerity in his, in his voice, and so she steps closer to the bed. Yeah, she's like, "What's this bed about?" And he's like, "It's for us." Yeah, and she's having this internal struggle again. She's like, "Oh, I should run away, but I want to stay. Oh, I should leave, but I don't want to." Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "But what does your soul tell you?" Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, "Soul" is an interesting term for a wet ass pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, she doesn't know. And he's like, I'll show you what your soul wants. Bend over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they have more sexy times. They, yeah. they speak about her heaving breast again. All her clothes are feeling tight. <laughs> She's like, fucking get them off me. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of like the clothes just fall off them by magic. His swollen manhood is up against her hip. She just wants him inside of her. And he's just like, you've done me a kindness. Like, it's that's never happened to me before. And so I've fallen in love with a mortal. And she's like, a mortal? And he's like, yeah, I'm an incubus. (laughs) Oh, yeah, by the way. Yeah, by the way, P.S. My dick is inside you and I'm an incubus? (laughs) Yeah, a creature of dreams and fantasies. He said no one else has ever – no other other human has ever shown her kindness without expecting something from it, which what, just an orgasm? What could you expect? I don't know. I was like, it? yeah, what do you expect from an incubus? And like, um, was what she did that kind? Well, doesn't she say that to him? And he's like, no, it's just amazing because no one has ever done that to me before. It was so selfless. Uh, and she's like, look, I don't really give a shit if you're sane or not. You're on top of me. Get inside me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also says that he, she has taught him how to lust. And then he says, I'll give you pleasure wherever and whenever I will it. She's like, oh yeah, baby, get in on it. I keep, I kept imagining during this someone walking past this dusty old store, yeah, and looking in and being able to see all the way to the back, and yeah. she's just like flopping and writhing around alone <laughs> in this like yeah. very nice bedroom display in this dirty ass dank <laughs> old store. It's got to be a queen size because <laughs> she's flopping around so much. Yeah, yeah. She's like demanding satisfaction, but then she's also mm. dreading it ending and having to go back to reality. Yeah. Um, but she can't take it anymore. And so again, she orgasms, she cries out in disappointment, and then he just sort of disappears into the night. Mm-hmm. And she falls asleep. 
And then she wakes up to Tiffany. They're like, oh my god! And she's she's Liz is just like hunched over in a dumpster <laughs> in the alley. Yeah. He just left her there. <sighs> yeah, and Liz is like, well, I thought I saw the guy and I followed him. I must have been daydreaming. And then there's, it says that they're surrounded by rats and trash yeah, and dark brown puddles. Yeah. <laughs> Such a <laughs> shithole. If you had to have, like, the best sex of your life, mm-hmm. and it was, like, every single time, but then you always woke up in a dark-ass, disgusting, rat-infested alley, would you? <laughs> yeah. Would you? <laughs> That's a no-brainer. Uh, I guess it depends how, like, if I had to land in the puddle every time. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I'd still do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany now is basically like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, what are you doing? Just running after a guy. Also, you're crazy. And she has to drag Liz home because Liz can't stand. Yeah. She got fucked too yeah, hard. Yeah. Like, she, she's got, like, she's walking like she's got a mattress between her legs. <laughs> she can't. So they, they walk home. And, and as they're walking past, they walk past the store and it looks like it's locked and mm-hmm. it's completely shut. So Liz is like, no, I need to go home. Like, I yeah. don't need the hospital. I, I have milk waiting for me there. <laughs> and so they go home. Tiffany's like really worried about her, but mm. it's fine. She's She really wants to do some research because now she knows this term, incubus, and she wants to find yes. out what it is. Yeah. That's when she when, says, yeah. Yeah, when she's like, the only reference I could find was to some old band. Fucking hell, almost threw the book down. Yeah. I was like, how dare you? Yeah. They're not allowed to be played in the house because Matt doesn't like them. Really? Yeah, he says they make him, he gets in like a really weird mood when he listens to them. That's literally his words. Maybe oh. they've got an effect on Oh my on gosh, him. I want, it's a trigger. Mm-hmm. I wonder what was happening in his life at that point. We'll talk about that often. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sorry, Tiffany offers to stay with Liz. Yeah, she's like, Um, I'll stay. You can sleep on my face. It'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Sit down. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, But no, she wants to go and do some research. So, yeah, sorry. Back to that. Old band. But then she finds the definition that it's a demon that has sex with women while they're sleeping. Hmm. Um, it says an incubus may pursue sexual relations with a woman in order to father a child mm-hmm. and that repeated sexual activity with incubus or succubus may result in deterioration of health or death. Damn. So then it's like, okay, is he actually in love with her or is he just trying to have a baby and kill her? Mm-hmm. We don't really know. She's like, I'm not too keen on having being pursued by a creature bent on having sex with me until I died. <laughs> She goes to the her bathroom and notices that there's a kiss mark on the back of her neck. So she basically, she she's like scratching behind her neck and then she's like, what the fuck is this? It feels raised. She goes and she looks in the mirror and it's like an impression of lips. Yeah, okay. Because so, that's what I was thinking. When you kiss someone with lipstick on, except it's like imprinted in her skin. Yes. And she's like trying to scrub it off. Yeah. And she's Everything freaking out. she's got, yeah. She and puts then- milk on it, toothpaste. <laughs> lotion <laughs> nothing's getting rid of it she like no. rubs it raw and it's still there then she she finds a gypsy woman downtown who works on the side as a caterer and a clown who advertised himself as a cure for poltergeist because she's just like well shit like how do i stop this from happening and they're sort of the her only options 
she suddenly wakes up. I don't think she realized she fell asleep. Mm. Uh, and she has a can of Coke in one hand and a plunger in the other hand. Yeah. She said she had the plunger because it was the only weapon that she owned. And I was like, uh, you don't have a knife in your house? Yeah. Like, yeah. that would have been a little bit better, but mm-hmm. whatever. Knock, knock. It's Tiffany. <laughs> Surprise bitch. She's like, why the fuck didn't you answer your door? <laughs> She's like, I was busy. And she's like, what were you doing? I was on the internet. Why? Because I think I saw the guy and he's in Incubus. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is where they have an actual fight. Liz tells her, okay, so I followed him. And then we had sex in this dusty old store. And Tiffany's like, you really think this is true? Mm. You really think this guy is a succubus? Mm. Is what Mm -hmm. she says. And she's like, no, an incubus. Succubus is the girl. Yes. Oh my god, you might be onto something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying she is him. He is her. I just don't. I don't know how they were in the same place at the same time. No, but maybe That's... she's just a succubus, and it's like a Freudian slip. <gasps> she is a succubus. Hmm. And that's why she was like, "Oh, we have to get him away. He's gonna. He's yes. gonna get to her. And she's trying to get to her. <gasps> yes." But she's yep. not into her. So this is this also adds to my theory. Because Liz doesn't desire her. Yeah. That's why whatever power she has doesn't work on her. Oh my. But she want, desires the other guy. God. You are a genius. We've got to, to read, read part two. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Mac Flynn, you got us. Yeah, go on, Mac Flynn. You go. Anyway, she's like, you're crazy. You have to go to the doctor. She's like, no, let me show you my like weird neck lip tattoo thing. Yeah. But then it's suddenly gone. Yeah. Tiffany, yeah. Tiffany is really hounding her to like try and dismiss that this did not happen. If you came to me and said, this is what's happened, I probably wouldn't believe that it was an incubus, but I would believe the rest that someone's take like basically raped you and left you in an alley. <laughs> yeah. That I would believe. But Tiffany seems to just dismiss all of it. Mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm. like you need to go and see somebody and so liz kicks tiffany out of the apartment but then like at the end of it they sort of make up was just like yeah i'll call you after my madness is over and she kind of she's like seriously call me later <laughs> <laughs> i know he's gonna fight but like call me later yeah yeah <laughs> then she reads more on this and she decides to make a cross out of t- toothpicks and glue mm-hmm. and then she reads that wafers and holy water can help so she's like all right i'm off to the church she gets to the church. She could have she could have parked somewhere and she could have parked closer to the church, but she parks on the street. And then she notices, and then she's like, oh shit, there's a car park right out the front of the church. And she notices a car that she recognizes. But she can't place it. She's like, yeah. why does that look familiar? Is it the Buick? The car that tried to run over her? Oh, it does say it was a black car, right? <gasps> Hang on. What so if, what does that mean? Wait, wait. What if the car belongs to a member of like the priest and he wasn't trying to run down Liz. He was trying to run down Tiffany because he knows she's a son. We need to have this. Like (laughs) we have to have this out because when we come to the second book, if this is all right, that will make more sense too, as we get more into the the church bit. So yeah, she can see a stained glass baby Jesus. She waves at it. Funny. (laughs) She, nothing naughty going on. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) She goes into the church there's an organ playing and she finds a little fountain and she's like, sweet, 
here's my holy water, which I don't think they just have like fountains of holy water. No, I was going to ask you that. I think I've seen in the, and this is obviously like, like, again, just from like the European churches I've visited for like, oh, cool, a church. There's little bowls of it, isn't there? Like at the altar, there's like a little bowl of holy water. This is at the the door, tiny little bit. And you can like do this. Oh, okay. And but I've seen spectacles, wallet and watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you go to like a baptism, yeah. they have a whole thing about what they have to do with the holy water because the holy water can't just be like poured down the drain. It's uh-huh. holy. You yeah. have to dispose of it in a proper way. So they have this whole sacred, blessed drainage system. Do they? Yeah. It's That's crazy. really fascinating. I was going to say preached. It's blessed by the Pope. Is that how it all comes? Is that where all holy water comes from? Uh, I think that any Catholic priest can suddenly make holy water. Sure. Magic. <laughs> magic yeah i'll take it <laughs> yeah fountain yeah. like i'm imagining like huge fountain just pissing out holy water <laughs> she found the mother load yeah yeah and then she leans down to give the water a polite sniff which hilarious i would i'd give a little <laughs> a little sniff and when she takes it she says she, she's got a little bottle she dips the bottle into the water and her fingers start burning as if yep. she touched acid which i imagine same would happen to me <laughs> <laughs> and steam starts rising from her flesh and blood is pouring out and her skin is boiling yeah and she looks up and all the people are like staring at her suddenly yeah it must have been sizzling that's annoying yeah. to get to Ooh. drown out an organ I'd be sitting there screaming if my skin was being boiled to the point it was bleeding yeah that's horrendous that would yeah. be super painful yeah. yeah it doesn't say she screams she's sort no. of just like oh yeah <laughs> uh and there's a there's two priests like an elder priest and i think she mentions later on who she thinks is like an apprentice mm-hmm. priest the elder of them sort of like looks at her with suspicious eyes and is like stop and she but she's running out of the door which why what if you're in here to try and get help why are you running away from a priest who could possibly help you yeah, you think you'd want to be like, yeah, I have this demon. Can yeah. you get rid of it? Yeah, yeah. obviously know. my skin's burning. Please, can you help me? This is not normal. <laughs> so she runs. She's going through all the graveyards, through the forest, the cemeteries in. She's running from the, the two priests. Yeah, and the she eventually like hides behind some hedges and the priest yeah. can't find her, but they're close by. And so she can hear them be like, the younger one's like, what is it? What What's happening, father? And then the older priest is like, I don't know, but we have to find her. And then they head off in a different direction. And then she kind of relaxes because she's like, okay, sweet. They're not on my tail. But then she sees something out of the corner of her eye. Yeah, of course. Um, She opens her mouth to scream, but she just presses his finger to her lips. Her scream stops. So he's just got all this power over her. Obviously, she wants to do something and she can't. And he says, like, you're very swift on your feet. That old man can sometimes be difficult to elude. So this isn't his first rodeo. He, he's he been around this church and the yep, priest before. Yep. And then he basically is like, okay, well, what other talents have you got? I want to see how long you can withstand my seduction until you masturbate in front of yeah. me. She's like, whoa. That's shit. And that's obviously, and for her too, it's obvious that she's like, okay, this isn't really about love then because, like, that's the final straw. Yeah, and she's like, if you want to show, go find another whore. And he's yeah. like, whoa, he's super confused because he's like, wait a second, you're supposed to be under my spell. He's like, I'd be, but you must because I demand it. And she's like, no way, mate, just yeah. fuck off back down to the pits of hell. 
It's like, you're driving me fucking nuts. Go. He's like, I'm sorry. I just wanted to show you some affection. And she's like, what about some flowers or some chocolate? <laughs> like, what are you doing? And then he tries to kiss her and she's like, no. And then he's mm. like, shh, be quiet. Yeah. I might hear you. And she's like, I don't care. And then he puts his hand over her mouth. And, and she she's like, and then he takes her his hand off and he's like, she's like, listen, you've thanked me enough. Okay, now like leave me alone. And he's like, I've fallen in love with you. She seemed, it seems to be like as she gets confidence within herself that his powers dissipate. So she can actually feel it from like before when she was so lusty for him, even just at the like the start of this scene. She wants to scream, but then she wants to have sex with him. But now that's all gone. And then he tells her that, like, he's like, she's like, well, can't I get you to haunt haunt somebody else? And he's like, well, I couldn't even release you from the change, even if I wished it. So basically, because they've had sex, she is turning into a creature of dream and fantasy. So she's turning into a succubus. (gasps) I bet that's how Tiffany got turned. Tiffany had sex with this guy that's why she recognized him and she was like oh fuck no we have to get him away yeah we have to read the rest of the book we do yeah i'm really yeah i actually really want to this this i think this was probably the first one i'm interested in this book yeah 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 he's like yeah you're gonna turn into a succubus and liz is like what Mm. and he's like yeah i told you that didn't you like get the memo he's like i said i was gonna you're gonna be immortal like me part of my world (laughs) (laughs) and he sort of explains more that like as part of their love the humans become like them and then they go and live together in the demon world i guess i mean it's not so bad i mean i mean if you're both the same thing and yeah like but then do they just like forever just have sex because they're just like Mm. constantly seducing one another yeah but she hates her life so fucking why not he says his name is david yeah and she's like whatever and then she's like wait a second isn't david like too biblical for you and he's like yeah i'm a fan of irony (laughs) which at this point is when i kind of clicked in for me where i was like wait a second okay this is like a sarcastic book yeah (laughs) this whole thing this reminded me a lot of buffy actually this whole scene oh do you watch buffy have you ever watched i no i was like a little bit too young if you ever find time Mm. (laughs) which you won't but buffy is like very good First three that. seasons, yeah. you'll have to like trudge through because it's going to feel super old. But if you get into like season four and on, it's super good. Anyway, there's a scene in one of the shows where she's waiting for this vamp to like rise from the grave. She knows that he got bitten before he died. And she's like waiting there, da da da. And he rises up and she like recognizes him and she's like, hey, oh my God. And he's like, hey, Buffy. She's like, you went to like, you're in my t- grade 10 math class or whatever. Uh. And they're like, yeah, what have you been doing? And they start chatting. And she, he's like, you really going to kill me? And she's like, yeah, I have to. She's like, but what did you do after school? He's like, oh, I studied psychology. And then she's like, really? And then he has a therapy <laughs> session with Buffy. And then at the end of it, she kills him. Oh, I want to watch it. That reminded me of Buffy. So I guarantee that this author watches Buffy. Buffy fan. So going back to their conversation, he's like, I believe I caught your name as being Liz, short for Elizabeth. Like, yeah, fucking no shit. And then she's like, listen here, Mr. Succubus. And he corrects her and says incubus. So I don't know if that's just – and she's like, look, I just – I don't want anything to do with you anymore. Like, can you go? And he's like, look, sorry, lady, but once the change has started, it cannot be stopped. And then she says, I opened my arms to show off my flabby body, <laughs> scraggly <laughs> brown hair and imperfect skin. Uh, and he mentions about the holy water. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, shit. Yeah, right. My hand is like falling off. And then he's like, okay, fine. You've rejected me 
whenever you're ready, take this locket. It'll help me find you. Um, and then he disappears. And he hands yep. her this locket on a gold string. It's heart-shaped with a star on the front. And she's Lots like, Lots of jewels. Must have been worth a fortune. And she tries to open it after he goes, but she can't. And then she's like, oh, shit, the priests are, like, still looking for me. So she mm. sneaks to her car. And just as she's getting in, one of the priests sort of, like, pops up and, like, tries to grab her passenger side. And, she, and he's like, I have to talk to you. I have to talk to you. And she's like, fuck you. No. And she speeds off. Yeah, she calls him the enemy. Does she? Like, I, I escaped the enemy or something. Yeah. Mm. At some point, it's like I, I escaped. So maybe her mind is already starting to become succubi. And she gets uh, home. Yeah. Guess who's waiting for her? <laughs> What colors are hair? Three, two, one, blonde. (laughs) I didn't have time to think about it. Oh. Now I don't know what I thought before. You did it too fast. Sorry. Thought you were just going to get it. it. Oh. Yeah. So Tiffany's like, where the fuck you been? I'm so obsessed with you. Liz is like, I was just shopping. And Tiffany's like, bullshit. Oh, but then Tiffany's like, if you've been seeing that guy, just tell me. Like, you don't need to lie about it. And if you like him, like, that's fine. You should be able to see who you like. Suddenly she's, like, shifted gears. Yeah. As if she, as if, like, she's making up a story that he's an incubus instead of just saying that she's dating someone. She's like, yeah, okay, you win. Yeah, I've been seeing him. I made the whole incubus thing up. She's like, see? Doesn't that feel better? Yeah. Yeah. So then she goes in her apartment. She's, like, super exhausted. She has to sleep. She wakes up. She immediately grabs the locket. And she's like, oh, what a beautiful man gave this to me. And then she's like, no, wait, he's a monster. I can't Mm. forget. He's a monster. Mm -hmm. And she tries to like throw the locket away. But then before it smashes against the wall, it stops and it hovers like a couple feet off the ground. And then it spins around and it flies back at her. She just holds up the locket. She's like, maybe the the engravings and the jewels will mean something to the gypsy woman. And then so the end. cliffhanger yeah big cliffhanger yeah we haven't really ended on a cliffhanger before aside from making a two-part episode but no that was a good one yeah that was good what would you Mm -hmm. rate it i would say four yeah i would say four as well because it wasn't perfect it was i mean well we want to read the second book i feel like the second maybe into the third as we get to know the characters more it'll be way better yeah and as we figure like answer our questions that kind of stuff it'll be like yeah interesting what was your high i think it was probably the the part when his shadow like disappears into the wall that's when i was like ooh, that was pretty funny mm-hmm. for me i think it was like the church scene and the sex scene actually the sex scenes they were they were written really well i agree and not just it wasn't yeah. too corny. It wasn't too no. gross. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. It was like... It was sexy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. what about a low for you? The low was the beginning with just like how flip-floppy Liz was. Like I didn't get the character mm. yet. And she was just really annoying and it didn't make sense to me. Oh my God, what was that? Why'd you look to your side? Oh, the fridge is making noises. <laughs> Are you scared? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Milo is the amount of errors, spelling errors in that book. There were so many. Another high, I think, was just that it was a good enough book that I want to keep reading. I'm invested in this. I don't think I've been invested in the others. So what is our next tale? 
Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> so our next tale is Tale, Half Human by Merlin Sloan, which is apparently about a merman. A merman. Merman. <laughs> I'm excited for that one. Mm. It's only 30 pages. Easy peasy. Yeah. All right. So follow us on Instagram at SuckYouBooksPod. Tell your friends. Leave, leave us a review. Send us a message. Let us know if you're out there. Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you find good podcasts. (laughs) And mediocre ones. We'll see. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Until next time. Bye.